You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Celebrity Apprentice After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Celebrity Apprentice After Show. And it's money. Bing, <laughs> Bing is for doing, and we are. Oh, I love that harmony. I love that I harmony. Too. Bing is for doing, and we are doing a celebrity apprentice. Hello, everybody. This is Nana Velasquez. I, I took a little break. I took a little sabbatical. You did. But you're I, back. I did my own adventure, and now I'm back. And I am joined today with Mr. Scott Moore. Yes, I'm Hi. back too. And you're back. too. I don't too. know why, but, but I, you've been here just about every week, unlike me. So, uh, and it's just the two of us. Um, yes. Grant Rudder is uh, is a little occupado. Today he's, he's moving on up to the west side. Uh, yeah, I guess he's moving on up to. He's moving. He's actually moving, right? Physically. I guess he's moving. Yeah, right he's physically moving. He's not he's just. Moving. He's just not moving on up to the upper east, uh, <laughs> no. east side. But to he's west moving side. to the what west are you side. To the west about, side, guys. I'm right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice grand wow, impression. Very good. Our producer good. Stephen Lemieux. Or if you get mad at him, just call him Lemieux. Le- uh, Lemieux. Lemieux. That was a very good impression. Lemieux. Actually. Sounds like very uh, what's it? What's a uh, coffee talk? Coffee talk with Linda Richmond. With Linda Richmond. I'm verklempt. I'm verklempt. Okay. <laughs> All right. Enough Moving fun. On. Enough fun and games. Let's yes. get on. Uh, Let's today's. get to the serious business here. The serious business. This is a serious today's show. Today's episode. That shirt. Oh, the episode. Never mind. <laughs> my my shirt. Is it really that serious? Anyway, all right. Uh, time to get that's all party. Time to get straight. Oh boy, I've been gone for two weeks and I've just gone to hell. I've just really gone to hell. Uh, we are doing episode eleven of All Star Celebrity Apprentice, and it's also called "May the Spoon May Be the With spoon You." Spoon be with you. Even though Gary Busey has been eliminated, uh, his his uh, witticisms still uh, stick with the show. They still haunt you, and they still yeah. And apparently, it's still they good still enough do. for the producers to uh, to put the titles on them. So that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, so let's get a little crank in here. It's a good episode, and and it's yeah. the it's the typical uh, right before the finale, the mm-hmm. fin- final four, and they, you know, I always have a problem with this, but they still do it every season. Where I do too. they don't listen to us. What is the, what is the <laughs> what? problem? Come on, Donald. Why don't Come you listen on. to us? Why don't you listen to this show? Uh, That's right. Yeah, exactly. You should. We have some good tips here. Yeah, we have some good stuff. Anyway, so uh, there's a final four after mm-hmm. last week losing uh, Mary Lou. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are down to Team uh, Power with uh, Little John, the only original member from Team Power from the very beginning. Yeah, true. And good, Trace good Atkins, who mm-hmm. who was the captain for Plan B and then moved over to Team Power. So Trace Atkins with Little John on one side. Mm-hmm. And then Plan B itself was Lisa Rinna and Penn Yep. So, uh, final four, they get called into the boardroom like right away, yeah. right after Mary Lou gets the axe, or, um, anyway, right after Mary Lou gets the axe, and Donald informs them, and they're all surprised, which they're, I know, come on. they're the only ones <laughs> at this point, especially after since, like what thirteen seasons or wherever. We and, are now? and they're all returning guests, so yeah. you think they would know. And two of them, I believe, have been in that exact. Well, all of them have been, been at least in the final teams. But anyway, so the final four and Donald informs them that two mm-hmm. of them are going to get fired on the spot, right there, right at this moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, big drama, big uh, cliffhanger, right there at the beginning of the show. 
And uh, Donald decides that he is going to fire one person from each team, which mm-hmm. I thought was an interesting choice. I, to be honest, I, I think my choices uh, and your choices for the final two would have been uh, one person from each side. Mm-hmm. But for him yeah. to flat out say that, mm-hmm. I thought, was a little shocker. So uh, let's let's just break down this final four because I think yeah. it's really interesting. And I think I think everyone had a good case. This was a really strong Final Four. And I think, honestly, I wasn't sure about Lisa Rinna uh, before the episode. Yeah. I would have I given her the axe right away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I really felt that she had a compelling argument to be in the final two. Now, she, she had a compelling argument. Yes. Um, partly it was luck, I guess, is her comp- But I, again, I, I feel like she was the weakest link out of those four. Yeah, I agree I with that. I still think she was the weakest link out of those four and that she had made it further along than she probably should have. Okay. I don't think she had a strategy in mind. I think, except to kind of ride the coattails. Even though uh, I, well, going into Penn, I think Penn is just an amazing player. Yeah, he's always very smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's complimentary, and I think even at the last moment there, when he could have trashed Lisa, he did not. Yeah, because they even specifically said, like us as a viewer were thinking, Lisa was totally like riding on his coattails, and he said no, she wasn't. She was the project manager. Yes, I took a lot of responsibility for the project, which he did. But at the end of the day, she was project manager. I thought that was really nice. You That's know, a lot he's of credit. Like just really good. He treats everybody in his team really well, and yeah. I, it's very smart. Because I, I think I would have trashed Lisa at that point. I would have just thrown her under the bus and be like, see you later. Yeah, well, he's smart. It's obvious that's not his style. I think, no, I but think, I, that's why I think it's brilliant about him. He's, yeah. he's he's a smart, really good player. Actually, what's really good about the Final Four we've had we've had um, our All Star or our celebrity apprentices mm-hmm. with like Pierce Morgan, for example, who would throw anyone under the bus. Yeah. Or when uh, Joan True. Rivers was up against uh, up against the uh, Poker Shark. Um, oh, I'm forgetting her name, but oh, Annie Duke. She was kind of the villain. Lampanelli was a little bit of a villain her season. Or actually, uh, Audrey O'Day really was kind of. Oh, yeah. She didn't make it to, uh, she she made it to the Final Four. Actually, Did she didn't she? make it to the Final Four, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I I'm pretty sure she did. But Watch those seasons. But there haven't, out of these Final Four, there aren't really any villainish types. Trace, I think, would sometimes say a little off-color say comment. say off-color things, but yeah, none of them, you're right. None of them are like the villainous, yeah. have a dark plan. And, and you Trace know, usually or, says his stuff in a confessional and then pretends yeah, it never happened. Yeah, so, no, uh, you're right. No, no one in there was like a villainous kind of dark character. But that dark. being said, everyone had a compelling case. Uh, mm-hmm. Trace, Trace's case was he was 2-0 and as project manager. They, yeah. they both were when he was in plan uh, B, mm-hmm. but still, that, that counts for something. Yeah. And he was the highest earner out of everybody uh, on Yeah, which I didn't Apprentice. realize that until he had said that. Well, yeah, mainly it was from that first task. The yeah. first fundraising task, he, he went all out for yeah. that one. And then uh, John had a pretty much a jack-of-all-trades answer, mm-hmm. which I thought was still strong. Very A marketing genius, and he's just incredibly creative yeah, and creative, has good at a lot of skill. And, and shooting and making sure all that looks good. Yeah. Absolutely. And then Lisa's uh, original thing was that she was the second highest winner, which, you know, it's funny. Even when she it's said true. that, I was like, okay, so I guess you got on a good task where she got yeah. a lot of money. But, you know, she has really shown herself. Uh, she really has. And uh-huh. Penn and Penn was just uh, he handles pressure. He he so said don't true. don't take self control or mm-hmm. restraint or his his proper etiquette for lack of passion, uh, which I think um, says a lot about him. Oh uh, yeah, by by far I think by mile he is the best out of that those final four. And he he's, doubt. yeah, and he was my favorite from. Uh, Gosh, before week one. Mm-hmm. He was my favorite from his first season of The Apprentice. Yeah, no, he's so, so good. Absolutely. Creative, smart, tactful, 
I love great. I love he also said no one handles life or death situations better than him because of him <laughs> and Teller's relationship. Yeah. But uh but anyway, so yeah, thirty eight years. I didn't even realize it had been yeah. that long. My goodness. So, oh yeah. So anyway, Lisa uh ended up talking about just being a comeback player and how, how she was ousted so mm-hmm. quickly from her season. And I actually do I have to say I, I rag on uh Rina a lot. Uh, this season. I think we all have. Yeah. <laughs> when she was with Mary <laughs> Lou, we, we kind of said they were pretty similar. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, Donald finally got one of them over to another team, got Mary Lou over to mm-hmm. another team. So we got to see each of them d- differently. Yeah, differently, kind of on different sides there. Having and the- I guess considering also they had to deal with Gary Busey the last couple of mm-hmm. uh, weeks, I, I think she did really step up. And, and maybe maybe if she wasn't up against Penn... She might have been in the final two. I don't know. I mean, mm. the other she's still the weakest link, but she is. But Ooh. I will say, even she admitted in a couple episodes ago that she would not want to be anywhere near being up against Ben. Oh yeah, she I don't think she would lose. Come on, I don't think no way. But, yeah, no. But I mean, oof. Yeah, but I think she. Uh, I think she earned a really good spot, and she was a big comeback player. So she, we okay. say goodbye to her. Technically, I mean, she made. Yeah, we say goodbye to her for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think literally, if we count down the clock, it was a minute, and then she's back. Yeah, and then Penn, uh, Penn is automatically in the finals, mm-hmm. and then which. Let's face it. If you have to cut one out, I think we all agree that was an easy choice. That was an easy choice if you're now, gonna cut from that team. Absolutely. Now, now for Team Power, mm-hmm. it was Little John versus Trace Atkins. What are your thoughts before you know? What are your thoughts on on that matchup on on uh, on how, who played a better game and who do you think deserved to be in there? Well, and we were kind of talking about this too, and and even Donald Trump brings it up. We've talked about this the past couple episodes. Trace has not been in it the past couple episodes. Yeah. He's been checked out. Regardless of what he says about the ideas and not liking, he has not played to the point he could have played. Mm-hmm. And he has definitely checked out the past three or four episodes. And, and little John, I think, was more passionate about being in there and doing what he needed to do to win. But Trump did bring up a good point: is the fact that he's that Trace is two zero on both his project manager management teams. And let's say we're going for you know point five hundred here with uh, little John one on one, and uh, Trace has won a lot more money. So if you're looking at strictly from what you're doing as the game on winning more money and, and winning your, your games as project manager, then it does make sense for Trace to be there. But going into it, I thought Trace should be out. Yeah. He wasn't passionate. He wasn't in there. He, he doesn't want to be here anymore. He's ready to go. I, I agree Until with you. Until that point. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I felt that Trace is just very nonplussed and, mm-hmm. and, and he's very casual. He is very casual. And laid back. Yes. And he does fade. Uh, Penn, uh, when Mr. Trump Mr. Trump. When Donald <laughs> asked Penn what was Trace's weaknesses, mm-hmm. he said he occasionally fades. And I guess that's true. He definitely fades. Definitely. And, and he hasn't been showing up the past couple of weeks. No. And he hasn't been happy with his ideas. And he's almost beating himself up a little bit over, over his participation, which I think is a negative. John, it I, is because what it appears is that you just don't want to be there anymore. You're, you're exactly. Just, you, you're, exactly. You don't want to be part of the game. So. And John just seems to want to be there more. Mm-hmm. Or at least he did at, the, at, at that time. He, he's at least more vocal. He's incredibly creative. He I is. Think and he, ever since that one, when was it, a couple episodes ago where he had that that off week? And I'm trying to yeah. remember where it was where he was just totally off his game. But then he's come back the past couple episodes and been right back in it again. Yeah, he's someone who gets right back up. Yeah. But he, uh, and I just think he would have made for uh, a more a more colorful opponent. Yeah, because cause Trace is just so stoic. Mm-hmm. And he's so, you know, he's going to go for his Nashville crowd. You know mm-hmm. that. But with John, you don't know what to expect. I mean, he, he this guy really, he hangs around in a lot of circles. He's not he narrow. You know, he's not all narrow-minded 
I, I don't mean this as an insult toward toward anyone who's a fan of Trace, but Trace has his go-to, and his go-to is Nashville. His go-to is his country well, guys. And he, He's but got he a says large, it. And he, he even says, says it. it in the show. He's like, yeah. I can call up all my Nashville people, and they can yeah. come in and help us out. Yeah. So he even says it. And I feel like John just hangs out in a lot of different mm-hmm. um, circles, yeah, even it. different from Penn. And I really would would have loved to have seen... Uh, if not knowing what the final task is, I really would have loved to have seen what John would have brought, like the celebrities he would have brought. And I almost wish he pushed it more mm-hmm. with Donald. And I also feel that the fact that Donald chose Trace over him just because he won two as project manager and John lost one as a project mm-hmm. manager and won one, I thought that was a bit of a cop-out. I yeah, honestly it, was a, it was a bit of a stretch. Yeah. I mean, it was just making it very... Let's just cut it down to the basic numbers here. Oh, yeah. If you've won more money and you've won more as project manager, then you should stay. That was really what it came down to. That was that was what he was deciding on. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, might as well just clip a coin. And, yeah. and he gave John $20,000 for his trouble just because mm-hmm. it was such a tough decision. It's mm-hmm. almost like he bought him out. Yeah. But and I, you could tell. I think it really was a tough decision for them to decide oh, who yeah. they wanted to let go. That I, wasn't I, as easy, obviously, as between Lisa and Penn where you're like, okay, I could do that with my eyes closed, and I know exactly where I let go. But well, there was just a little bit more evenly matched between Trace and, and Little John. If I remember correctly, and uh, I haven't looked it up, but I think John made it to the final four of his first season, too, mm-hmm. and also got um, kicked out. But that was when they were doing the interviews first. Yeah, yeah. And I think he was eliminated he yeah. then. So it really sucked. And Trace made it to the final two his mm-hmm. season. So I almost feel like it's a lot of been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked to have seen the alternative. Yeah. But that I being agree. said. I agree. We were both on that, that yeah. same page there, kind of thinking a different outcome yeah. there. But. That being said, I tweeted at Donald. I said, "Damn it, you should have let him. You should have let little John stay in <laughs> yeah, and make more money." How dare you? How dare you? Why Let's don't start you, like a whole Twitter controversy with you here? Why don't and, you and listen to AfterBuzz and find out what we think about you? Yeah. You know, it's not all bad, but why you should listen to us. So anyway, that being said, uh, the two big men. It's mm-hmm. uh, they said it in the episode. It's Vegas versus Nashville. Yes, and it was also funny when what was Trey saying when he was walking out that. Uh, it was like the biggest, the biggest finale, finale, and he was saying, "Yeah, by weight, like, yeah." He's like, "It's your biggest final yet," and he's like, "Yeah, four hundred pounds and six inches." <laughs> it's uh, yeah, two it's big heavyweights for sure, and and literally you gotta, and figuratively, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and they they're gonna do you know it, it's the two big guys and they're gonna definitely uh, they have a lot of power and they yes. have a lot of charisma. Yep, uh, very different well, types. Yeah, different very types. different types. Yeah. Trace is, uh, like I said, Trace is tough. Yeah, I'm just saying, Trace with charisma. Yeah, maybe, maybe now that he's now he's in the final two, he'll come back and. Well, yeah, that's that's the idea, perhaps. Yeah. So uh, we at, we're at our final two, mm-hmm. and before I go on, let me just uh, let me just mention that we are on iTunes. You might be listening to us on iTunes, unless you're listening to us live right now, yes. streaming on AfterBuzz. Uh, and uh, if you're on iTunes and you've subscribed to us, please rate us. Please comment. Let us know what you think. We're also on YouTube. You can comment there, too. Tell yes. a friend. Tell uh, everybody. Tell everybody. Go walk up to a stranger on the street and tell them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. We, uh, you know, our, our bosses here at AfterBuzz, the executive producers, they want to know what you guys think. So please let them know. And uh, we can continue doing uh, shows like Celebrity Apprentice next season uh, after after this season finale is over. Or uh, keeps you know, these gorgeous lights on. Exactly, it really you helps it us. Tell us. Yes, and it's on the uh, it's on your beautiful iPhone. And yes, and Android platform now as well. You could you can stream right from your beautiful smartphone if you are streaming live on uh, AfterBuzz TV right now on your desktop. You can and you want to go someplace. Let's say you yeah. could actually you can just hang out at the bar. Yeah. Sunday night. You could actually put it on yeah. your iPhone and walk with it. 
Yeah, so, fantastic. That would be awesome, right? <laughs> Gotta love it. You gotta uh, love that crazy technology. It's 2013, people. 2013. Uh, anyway, let's move on. So we uh, we wake up the next morning, or, or rather Penn and Trace wake up the next morning and meet with uh, Donald Trump, Ivanka, and the heads of uh, of Walgreens. Or the, yeah, the which I didn't know that uh, Dwayne Reed... It must have been bought out by Walgreens at some point recently, because I, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. And as a New Yorker who has been in many of Dwayne yeah. Reed and is a big fan of Dwayne yeah. Reed, I was really shocked that uh, they are the same company or, or that they're owned by Walgreens. Yeah, I was did not know that. And the same thing. I love Dwayne Reed. Not saying anything negative about Walgreens. I just didn't know. No. Well, actually, the Walgreens uh, in Hollywood, little story for those of you who aren't in Hollywood, there's a, there's a Walgreens uh, on Hollywood um, on Sunset and, and Vine. Yeah. And it looks very much like a Dwayne Reed. And now... Now it makes sense. Mystery, yeah, mystery solved. It's because it's the same company now. So uh, anyway, so they, uh, they get a task that involves Walgreens. And it involves the their D-lish, and that's two words, that's D-E, and then L-I-S-H, mm-hmm. D-lish ice cream, which is the D-lish brand is, is the Walgreens brand. And mm-hmm. they're doing an ice cream where they have to create a brand of ice cream, uh, yes, a new create one. A, create a whole new flavor. Yes, and uh, and then they get to do the whole creative side of it as well too because they got to do commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, they got to design the packaging for it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other thing they had to do? It was it was I have it right here. I'm just we pulling it up it right now. They create a unique flavor of ice cream. They develop yeah. a marketing plan yeah, and a and a packaging packaging. Yeah, so packaging a promo video. And uh, and then fifty tickets to a VIP party that they sell for however much they want. They can sell it for to get the most money. And there. so that becomes the fundraising part. Mm-hmm. This is surprisingly usually in the final two. It's much more of a uh, fundraising party. So the ice cream, creating the ice cream and everything was a little bit different. I and liked it. I like it too. Uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be judged on the flavor, mm-hmm. on how good the flavor is. Their brand messaging mm-hmm. and creativity for the video and for the product packaging, mm-hmm. their overall presentation, and also whatever money they get from the VIP party that would be added into uh, the final judging mm-hmm. qualifications. Yeah. Uh, so after that, we get to find out the teams. We get to see who's back. Yeah. To help out Team Trace and Team Penn. Mm-hmm. And Would this, have been funny if they just had to both do it on their own one. <laughs> yeah, just do one-on-one. Just, just do one-on-one. one-on-one. And, uh, and this time Donald decided... Bring some randoms to help you put everything else just together. Get people <laughs> off, off the street. street. Yes. Get people off the street. And uh, and Donald decided to pick the teams. Usually they get to pick the, the, each other's teams. Yeah, that's what I thought was interesting too. Like I, I would like to know how did he come up with these people to be on their teams like that? I think... Uh, well, I think part was it of it... just on their availability? <laughs> Who was around? I guess. Well, I mean, he always picks... He always picks picks like six or eight and but it's, it's random just like, who, yeah, but that's what i'm saying like how do you come up with these particular people that you want to put on these particular teams well i, I would have liked to have known more about how that came about well the final four the other two from the final four usually are in the team so yes, you, which, you have two which makes sense yes. yeah and then the other ones it really depends saying where the if you want to name all the people that are on the oh teams, i was going to yeah say, yeah, well, all right. Let's talk about Team Trace has Little John, which again he was on, he was just kicked yeah, off the again, day before. A, a minute, yeah, comes back a minute later. And then Gary Busey, who 
let's face it you you want to have Busey. well there. i figured you want him on there for the entertainment value yeah okay, I and see you that. always got a wild card so yeah. Busey's the wild card and I then mary it. lou who's who's a strong player um probably sure, not the most far. charismatic probably not the no, most but charismatic. she did make it far so okay. i get it and then team Penn had lisa rinna the other mm-hmm. half of the uh team and he and he put her he put him with her when they it. just it's funny that he put john with trace and yeah. lisa with Penn, even though they were already on the same team before well, do you think that they did that and that maybe that was part of a strategy why Penn was being so nice to her on her send-off there knowing that she was going to be fired and not saying anything bad about her mm, i don't think so you know I think Penn or is that just, just nice. part of his style i think i think he was so professional i thought was he smart? Because he knew there was a good chance she was going to be coming back and being on this team. I think all four are just genuine. Yeah. That's what I think. Because I think I would have just thrown her away under the bus. <laughs> so, far under. so he was he was smart because then he had to work with her again two minutes later. Well, you know what? That's that's business in general. And mm-hmm. I think that's a good business practice in general. If you uh, you can be really mean to somebody yeah. and then somewhere down the line you got to work with them They're going to be their boss. Yeah. Your boss. Exactly. So anyway, so Team Penn consisted of Lisa Rinna. And here's a surprise. Well, uh, Dennis Rodman, who, who I think really Rodman just cancels out Busey or... or uh, I, yeah, if, I think you need again for the entertainment. But, uh, but both those picks were a surprise to me. You have Dennis and then... Yeah, but, well, you know, again, I think Donald thinks Dennis is also... Ra- he thinks Dennis and Busey are ratings, and plus Dennis yeah. and Busey are, again, crazy wild cards. Yeah. They don't always do the work they're, they're assigned sub- to do. Assigned to do, and so, you know, they're going to be flamboyant and over the top. I feel that if you're going to have Busey, if you're going to have yeah. one, you got to have another one on the other side to, to even the odds, so okay, to speak. where did the Latoya come from? And then, yeah, the other big <laughs> surprise, the other huge surprise I mean, is really? Latoya. And I don't get her being there at all, but... I mean, she's okay. I just think... I just, I just thought it was a weird choice. Like, really? I, I could... Like you said, I could see Dennis. I could see Gary if you're going to go for the entertainment value. Yeah. Then where the heck are you getting Latoya from when you already have the entertainment value? Well, I just think that if Little John and Lisa Rinna, I get. They're both two yes, incredibly strong players. and they were both in the, Busey, in the final four. Busey and Rodman, we've already sure. established. So Mary Lou, and I just think... You know, like Stephen Baldwin, as much as I'm not a fan no, of he, his, yeah. he's smart... Uh, I would have also said Brandy Roderick. I or think she would have been good. Where was she? Well, that's the big one too. Omarosa. Is I know people not available. I know people hate her. <laughs> Do you but have a conflict? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm sure Latoya wants every publicity she can get. She was on RuPaul's Drag Race a couple weeks ago. She has a new show coming out on OWN. Yeah. So maybe she's like, I'm just going to be a publicity person and get me out on anything you can get me out on. I will be available. The only maybe reason, that's what it came out to. The I only, don't get that one. The only reason why I think Omarosa probably wouldn't have been there is because Omarosa is another wild card and she's an intelligent wild card but she's also a she will ruin a team if she feels like ruining a team she could be too controlling ruin it yeah she has an she has her own agenda so if you had like omarosa and Busey on the same team that poor trace he would not be able to work i mean he no, would, i was thinking maybe omarosa on on uh penn's team yeah but then you'd have you'd have him or, with rodman too i mean her I with know. rodman too i mean it'd just be too goofy so that's the only reason why but i, I am guess. amazed i am shocked I, i'm not saying i wanted her on the team so please i i know we we seem to get comments whenever i i seem to be saying positive comments about omarosa and i don't hate her or anything but no. but I'm just surprised because she is someone that everyone talks about, and uh, Donald yeah. thinks she's ratings gold too. Well, that that's a, that's exactly to me. That's why I thought it was not a choice. But then again, Latoya needs all the publicity for yeah. all these other things. So, based on that's these two teams, who do you think who do you think has a better team? Just based on those uh, three choices for each one. Hmm. Again, Trace has jo- Little John, Busey, and Mary Lou. Penn has Rinna, Latoya, and Rodman. Well, I think as far as t- I think Trace has the better team. Okay. When it comes down to the other people that can help participate, mm-hmm. you're not 
including Gary. I think you only got one there with Gary that yeah. you can't always depend on. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think on the other team, you got Lisa that'll kind of back you up and everything, but you don't have anyone else that's really going to carry the load. It's really going to be left up to Penn again. He's going to be the one with all the contacts. He's going to be the one having to put everything together. He's the one that's going to be the responsible one. I don't see Latoya. And the same thing with Dennis. Yeah. Or they're just hanging around. Yeah, they're yeah, just hanging around. None of those people are the ones I'm going to say. So I, I think you would probably say the same thing. Like as far as a team makeup, yeah, tr- team trace is definitely I think, a little bit. F- you know, if you were to rate these guys, I would say Mary Lou is is uh, out of those four. Mary Lou's the out of the four of Busey, Mary Lou, Latoya, Rodman. I'd say Mary Lou would be uh, the top of those. Then I'd say Latoya and Rodman are in there. Then mm-hmm. Busey at the bottom. So it was almost like a like a pairing. Like a yeah. you get the best and the worst to yeah. uh, one side, and then you get the two in the middle that that you don't understand, mm-hmm. and you give them to the other. So I, I kind of agree with that. Anyway. Yeah. Let's move on here. Uh, so we've talked about the task. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Team Trace first of all. Let's uh, let's talk about them and them coming up with the uh, flavor of ice cream and their video idea. So, what do you feel, uh, Scott? What do you think about Team Trace? Well, uh, I it, you know Trace kind of took a very big lead on the ice cream flavors. There it was like I like red velvet. I like maple. What was it? Maple. Nut, maple, the maple macadamia. Make a, nut. Yeah, but he liked the maple syrup or maple whatever it was, and I thought, okay, so he's just kind of taking charge in there because I'm thinking that's not necessarily a a popular choice for the masses of people. I don't think it's the first thing that most maybe Americans, in Canada, maybe in Canada, maple. yes. But I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, like their maple cookies and all that. Yeah, but I'm thinking that's not like a American thing. You're going to say chocolate or vanilla, or you're going to have something like that. So I thought it was an interesting choice that he kind of took charge. That this is my yeah. favorite flavor. Let's do this. Um, but first of all, I'd like to be an ice cream wizard. Yeah, I would too. So, by the way, Walgreens, I'm looking for a job and a job that requires tasting ice cream. Not all just the time. Walgreens. I mean, Baskin Robbins. Any, any. I of those know, places. but I'm saying the ice cream wizard. I like the title. That'd oh, be yeah. a great title to have on a business <laughs> card. If I can go and try ice cream every day like that and and sample things, I think that would be heaven. We would be. I, I, would, I would really heaven. like to make a moccasin flavored ice cream. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Grant. <laughs> Thanks Grant's a lot. In there. Grant's having a good time there. <laughs> Mr. Lemieux. Uh, well, I mean, come on. Ice cream wizard? Oh, yeah. Seriously. Let's make that happen. Yeah, Walgreens. awesome. Come on. Get but to it. Actually, I, I really would be curious to try that maple macadamia. No, I'd be curious to try it, but I'm thinking as a choice. I thought it was an odd choice for Trace to just say, this is my favorite flavor. Let's do it instead of thinking, what would be well, the good seller for? He admitted that he's not as creative as Penn on that, so I think he decided to go for his gut. He is he's a guy. Well, they sure. both are guys who just say, I want to go with my mm-hmm. gut. And that's his gut. But I will say, I think if you polled ninety, you know, hundred people, ninety nine out of hundred people would have included chocolate as a favorite that's, flavor or that's something what I'm saying. chocolate, chocolate or chocolate or vanilla type thing. And neither and neither of those choices had anything to do with chocolate. Well, his second choice kind of did with the it was the red velvet. Is a little chocolate yeah, in there? I that's guess basically red oh, I guess flavored the, chocolate. I mean, right. it's a yeah. all right. You got me there. Well, but it was but it was his thing where he just came up and said, "I want the maple." I want this, and and that was. I just thought that was an odd choice. Shows you what I know about Red Velvet. Uh, I'm, then I'm actually doubly surprised that Red Velvet lost in the taste. I test. am too. I mean, that was by, by such a large margin. What was it, like nine to one when yeah. they went out and did the taste test at a at a Walgreens? There. Yeah, um, I was very surprised. Although it was a, it was interesting flavoring the maple and the macadamia. Yeah, and are, are we talking about the names that they're coming up with yet, or are we? Uh, not yet, but okay. I mean, I if you, like, unless you want to, like a... <laughs> unless, yeah, we could talk Jeez. about the names. Uh, because they were trying to come up with some names for yeah. Trey, and I think, again, for Trace, um, that Mary Lou had a really good idea. 
the whole macadamia or what was it maple macadamia mashup yeah because i thought right there because at first she said what was it maple macadamia um not melody what was it called what was that other one uh i'm not sure i don't think i have that one yeah i just remember it was uh something else but i thought that the that sounded a little more feminine and a little more yeah but this one make uh, maple macadamia mashup try to say that three times fast uh (laughs) Was actually a really smart choice on her part because it is, you know, a good youthful yeah, sounding name. And I it is agree. something that people use currently a lot. So I thought that was a really, really smart choice on there. I totally agree with that. Uh, I like I liked the term of mashup in there. Yeah. And that's basically what it is. So I thought that was a really smart uh, decision on their part and a yeah. good come up for her. And, uh, and I think, yeah, for even like when you're having two flavors together, it's almost like a Reese's peanut, like that whole yeah. like thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, you I just thought, mix them together. I thought it was actually a great title. Absolutely. And it made sense for what it was. What do you think of Busey on Team Trace this episode? Because <laughs> we got to ask. Come on. I know. Well, you know, again, it was... We missed him when he started having all these uh, ridiculous <laughs> things that he started saying again, which I hope make it into his book because yeah. some of them were brilliant again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was great to have him back. Yeah, and uh, he's he like you said, he's that wild card. Yeah, he had some good quotes again today, uh, especially when he was talking about when when Joan Rivers. And also, I have to add, it was great to have Joan Rivers back, and I felt like she was used a little bit more in this episode because mm-hmm. she came in a couple episodes ago, and I felt like they weren't using her at all. Yeah, she's a great comedian, and she wasn't doing anything fun or it just felt like a waste of having her in there and today i felt like they used her a lot more Mm -hmm. and she had some good zingers one-liners but you know gary again so funny when he talks about her he says uh that she's a feminine mystery and she's feminine feminine magical powerhouse yep she fixed her hair up like she's from another galaxy (laughs) what I mean, seriously, Gary. You gotta love him. He's uh, amazing. He's and great. then so he, we did miss him. I, I forgot how much I missed him yeah. until he came back with those. One-liners. And you know, you know, considering this was a task about ice cream, this yeah. was the perfect task for Gary Busey because mm-hmm. he's such a little kid at heart. Mm-hmm. And to see uh, what was it, Mary Lou was saying that she had a little itty bitty spoon to taste her. Uh, <laughs> yes, taste the her ice little cream. Itty bitty minuscule bite that she's gonna have. Yeah, and Gary just ate the whole pint. Ate the- and started dan- just making up songs and being crazy and then just totally crashed. <laughs> yeah, so that we was were... hilarious because she even said, he's like, what must what goes up must come down yeah. again. And then he's snoring and, and Trace then... is like, I put an elephant tranquilizer in it. Yeah. And then my scream. other favorite part, besides him singing songs about the uh, maple macadamia, which was kind yeah. of funny too, was when, uh, when Trace decided to take him on a taste test. And Mary Lou, before they left, just mentioned, yeah, watch their faces to see what yeah. they think. Yeah. And he was so... He took that to heart. He mm-hmm. literally he took that incredibly to heart. And but uh, at the same time, she made a good point though, because it's easy for people to say, "Oh yeah, I thought it was good." But you could see <laughs> if you see someone's face right away. I, I mean, if they're both good flavors, but if you see somebody and they're making a face like, "Ooh," like you know, right? You do know, but yeah. Even I, when I, Gary's I, not looking at your face, he kind of creeps you out. But yes. just imagine him focusing nothing know, focus, on something no, else. I, I get it, but, but it, your <laughs> face. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Scott, yeah, I, with his with his you know smile. God, do you like that smile. water? I can't. I'm gonna look at your face mm-hmm. and judge if I. You know what was the line? He screamed out in the middle of doing Wayne Reed. Oh, your face will tell us how you like it. Yeah, yeah, he screams it out. Yeah, he screams it out. <laughs> so, I mean, again, awesome in the way Trace is treating him at the end and everything. Hilarious. Uh, that said, you don't know what you're getting. You just gotta go. Oh thing. yeah. So, what do you think of the whole video that they did? I mean, from what we could see yeah. with, with the whole dancing thing with Gary. Yeah. Again, I think you were using Gary in the best possible way you mm-hmm. could use Gary because you are going to get that kind of crazy ex- eccentric stuff from him. Yeah. And if you can't depend on him to actually help put the project together, then you might as well use him. I mean, 
Oscar-nominated actor here. Yeah. Might as well use him for that. And sure, so it was it was great. Um, is it the most creative? You, well, time will it kind of reminded me cut. a little his last half. Yeah, with that the, was the only thing. That's what I'm saying. If it was the most creative use, we'll see. Because, again, it's him feigning um, ignorance on something mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then and then being moved yeah. to doing something yeah, really sort of like weird. Yeah, like the, uh, the LG thing from a couple uh, weeks ago. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. so that's what I'm saying. Is, I don't know. We'll have to see how it gets cut and how it's used in the overall presentation. I wasn't blown away by it. I don't know. I, we'll see. But yeah. I think it was the best use of what you could do with Gary is put him in the actual commercial, put him to use that way. Oh, absolutely. Where he could be creative and eccentric and you're not expecting to do anything else and get involved with too much of the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a decent job. I, I, I don't feel like even though they have um, even though they have Little John, I just don't feel like they were super creative with the video. I mean, it was his no. idea. But, yeah, and he's good as far as the actual physical execute execution of the video i think yeah. little john you know again with the camera stuff knowing the direction great like, absolutely he's by far the best out of i think either one of those teams as far as putting the direction together and then uh you know we'll we'll talk more about this probably toward the end but you know they usually like to have a little cliffhanger at the end of this mm-hmm. episode leading to the finale where each team seems to have a problem it didn't seem like team trace had much of a problem the only problem i guess they kept mm-hmm. alluding to was that Busey's unpredictable so who knows yeah. what he's going to do yeah exactly which that- i thought was an interesting cliffhanger mm-hmm. cuz uh he's been somewhat manageable so mm-hmm. far and and i think trace has Prepare. I think everyone at this point is prepared to do whatever work it takes and leave Busey. I mean, he sent Busey home early because he knew, as crazy and funny as he could be, exactly what use if is you, having if, him there. If, yeah, and if you got what you thought you needed, might as well get him out of the way so he doesn't mess anything up exactly. while you're trying to get things done. So uh, I agree. I, yeah. Maybe I should be like that too, so then I could be sent home early for things. <laughs> Scott, you got to go home while I do the rest of this <laughs> right? podcast. Can you please go home, Scott? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Then Lemieux, I'm like, okay, see you Lemieux, later. You can go home now. Yeah, I'm like, see you, right, Emily. All right, you're out? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> you want me to just leave it on you or put it on the wide? Uh, <laughs> no, just leave it on me as I'm leaving. Leave it on Scott as uh, as he's leaving too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we love you, Steve. You could stay. I- I'm I'm gonna leave you, too. You're not the Grant. No, Grant. <laughs> you please stay, Grant. I don't know what kind of accent that was. Grant has more of a New York accent than me, and I'm from New York. <laughs> That's what kills me about it's the Grant. Rhode Island. I love Grant. It's the Rhode Island. It's just around the corner. I'm from, from New, New York. York City, and I don't sound like I don't sound like Grant because <laughs> you um, spend a lot of money to like <laughs> get rid of your. Accent. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, let's move on to <laughs> let's talk to Team Penn. Yes. Let's do Team Penn. What were your thoughts? What are your thoughts on how they handled the uh, making of the ice cream flavor? Again, Walgreens ice cream wizard right here. Yes. Um, actually, I thought it was uh, it was great. Great uh, marketing of that. Maybe the the one good thing Latoya came up with was the name Swirl. Yeah, I, I'm like, I can't talk tonight. I'm not even Swirtle. Yeah, Swirtle, which I thought was really. Ingenious. I think that's a Pokemon character. I'm not it sure. Might be. I know it sounds like it should be something, but I actually oh no, thought, it's Squirtle, right? Squirtle's Squirtle. the Pokemon. I think Squirtle. That yeah. sounds even worse. I well, <laughs> I'm like Swirtle sounds as better. an ice cream flavor. Um, Squirtle does sound worse. But but I thought Swirtle was actually a good choice, and I know Penn at first thought it was great, and then he got nervous. But he did exactly what I thought you would want to do: mm-hmm. is like come up with a unique name for your brand, but then explain what it is on the packaging. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. Some people out in the streets are going to be like, what the hell is a Swirtle? But you're thinking Swirl when it comes to ice cream. You're thinking something along those lines. Not everybody knows what a turtle you know, is. But I do think it was great. And you put it on the packaging. You say exactly what it is. So, yes, good good, unique name for them. And I think their ice cream flavor was And you see LaToya, so I mean, as much as we were trashing LaToya, she was good for something right then. Yeah, right she then came up there. With, that, with that name right there. Um, she did. So, and she was, her job was done. And I think you really saw her the rest of the no, Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I know, she, she helps out. But she helps she out. She doesn't but, stand out. But yeah, she helps out. She does help out. But, yeah, and I thought it was great. 
flavor selection was chocolate. Uh, was peanut butter in there too? Uh, caramel because well, the turtles caramel had caramel in there, in there. and chocolate. It chunk. was a fudge swirls. I yeah, think. that's I mean, what it was. Oh, I want it right now. When it's uh, on, I'm going to go get some now. <laughs> it sounds really good. And actually, uh, I'm I'm a fan. Butter pecans not something I always get, but I also I, I kind of dig butter I pecan get too. But I think my first choice would always be chocolate, and I think Absolutely. that's, that's what where I'm up. saying. Like I think that for me is a good choice for the broad spectrum yeah. of going after the American consumer. Mm-hmm. You put you throw in some chocolate in there. Yeah. Uh, it's a good I choice. I do like the fact that good they already had too. they had an idea on names already and they were both going to be Vegas themed and this was all going to be yes. a Vegas promotion. And I think that was smart too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think their branding down for their messaging was brilliant. Was spot on. Like yeah, cuz it was called what was it called? Magic Vegas. The full title was, it was Magic Sin Vegas. City, uh, for the, for the, uh, for the Butter Pecan one. was Sin City, yeah. And then this was the Magic Vegas... Swirtle. Swirtle, which, again, thought it was great. And then they didn't say how how it divided up for them. They had like 9 to 1 for uh, Team Trace with yeah. the Maple Macadamia, but they didn't say what it ended up being for the Chocolate Swirtle. I don't know if it was just a whole I landslide. Think, like, I think it was a landslide, you know, honestly. As much as I... nothing. You know, I think it was a landslide. Uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, made sense to me. I thought their stuff was good. Yeah, the only thing I think is uh, when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the Swirtle is I think Penn could have probably done a better job trying to figure out how to talk about the Swirtle <laughs> because he has a sixty second promotional video and it's all about magic. Turtles can magically he can mm-hmm. have a turtle like magically going into uh, a uh, pint. Yeah, and then. Tap, tip his uh, tip his fin- wand or something like that, yeah. not more finger or whatever, because yeah. it's pen, so he yeah. can just do a hand motion. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's really ice cream with chocolate, yeah. you know, caramel sw- uh, turtles in there. No, so I, I guess that's what it comes down to of what you thought their whole commercial was, as far as yeah. But I still, hey, that being said, I love Teller. I love the fact I that they too. got four. Uh, and also, four which jokes. we failed to mention last week and about I, Teller not yes. talking on the phone, and we didn't even think about that. Last week was history uh, in the making on a Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, I think I'm it's sure, just in general. I'm sure if Penn uh, knew, if he had like Final Cut yeah, or something like that, Final Cut rules, he would have said, said no. no. But we got to hear Teller's voice for the first yeah, time Yeah, that was a ever. very good point that you brought up because I've seen him perform before and I just never even thought about that. We both worked uh, at G4 and, I, uh, and I've gotten to uh, meet Penn mm-hmm. and Teller uh, on when they came on Attack of the Show. And... Uh, Teller does speak, but when yeah. he is in front of a camera or when he is performing, he doesn't. He does not say a that word. That was a big thing that we just did not even uh, just because we have met him and I've heard him talk. It just went right past me. Yeah, when he talked on the phone on that. And episode. I'm sorry if I ruined it for anybody, but yes, no, Teller can't. True. And that Teller was, can't that, speak. That was a big deal that he talked on the phone, and yeah. none, none of us even caught that. And I don't even know if that was mentioned around on anything else. So that was a good point that you brought up. So yeah. he did talk. And, in the last one, he did not talk in this episode, but he came. Yeah. Uh, I thought the, the hilarious thing was when they had Dennis Rodman down underneath, uh, you know, when they're <laughs> shooting the whole thing with Penn and Taylor, yeah. Taylor, they're doing their whole match tricks. And then he, and Lisa says, oh, look, you creamed your pants <laughs> because the ice cream spit all over his legs. I'm like, that's a whole new meaning for creaming your pants. Uh, you know what? Considering he was underneath all those Vegas showgirls, yeah. who knows yeah. what that could have been? <laughs> who knows? Well, I thought it was a whole, gives a whole new meaning to creaming your pants. Yeah. There. So Lisa had a couple of good little one-liners there too tonight. Lisa has her, was, no, Lisa has her moments. Because she talked about the bedazzled crotches. Uh, she's like i like a bedazzled crotch as much as anyone uh, i love bedazzled which crotches. was true because when they're showing the put footage your, put your jennifer love hewitt uh joke in there too yeah insert jennifer 
Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, too. exactly. Now. But uh, yeah, because as they were showing like the the footage there, and you're watching them do the magic trick with the ice cream, you could see the bedazzled crotches right mm-hmm. behind both of them. <laughs> so funny. Oh, absolutely. So I, I I love the commercial. I love anytime I see girls in skimpy outfits like that. The um, showgirls Vegas and showgirls. as uh, Rena had said too. She's like, you know, if she was gay, she would. Like fall over. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, a couple of uh, little cliffhangers, I suppose, for uh, Team Pen. Uh, the first one was actually not a cliffhanger at the end of the episode, but more toward the middle, mm-hmm. where uh, Pen's trying to go for the star power. Yes, and we Which haven't again, heard he much. He knows everybody. Oh god, that man knows everybody. His... It's like I feel like he just has everyone on the speed dial. Like yeah. literally, he's calling Wayne Newton, and it's like number eight on his speed dial. His Rolodex is the size of his table. I probably. Mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that so man knows everybody. He calls Mr. Vegas himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, Wayne Newton. And, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I wanted to bring up Opportunity Village. I thought it was a really cool moment when he uh, decided to sit the team down, his team down, Latoya, yes. uh, Lisa, and um, and Rodman, and talk about Opportunity Village. And I thought it was interesting that I did not realize this was a charity that Elvis started. I didn't realize that either. So again, And another, that Wayne Newton's a part learned. of. But what, what, I, what really kills me is he's talking to Latoya saying this is Elvis's... Um, Charity, mm-hmm. and I can't help but think that Latoya. I, I feel like Latoya should know that uh, this is pretty much. I don't, what's the relationship? I guess because it's his brother's ex-wife's ex-wife. dad. So it's like her yeah, it's father, like, oh, so like a, a, I, I don't know how you call it, but pretty much there is a relationship. And, and yeah. it just reminded me that there's a relationship between LaToya and Elvis in a sense mm-hmm. that her brother, Michael Jackson, married Lisa Marie Presley, who was Elvis Presley's daughter. Uh, so I thought that was really, really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Keeping but, all the family there. But I thought the interesting thing was here, yeah. Penn starts to cry. And I was like, okay, the jaded part of me felt a little contrived because all of a sudden he pulls out a delish handkerchief. Yeah. <laughs> it had the delish logo on it. I'm like, just coincidentally, he happens to have it in his pocket. And as he starts to cry, you could see the delish logo on well, the hanky. I'm sorry. that uh, That's the jaded part of me that's like, I don't right. think he. I don't think he would do that as a promotional I way. I know, but it just felt a little much for me that all of a sudden it's just convenient that he has it there. Well, they're wearing delish frocks, so either way, either way, you're going to see delish all over that place. I know, a little much. And then, of course, the Walgreens uh, but Pen crying. in the kitchen. But Penn no. tearing up. I still... Uh, yes. Delish hanky, though, a little much for me. Uh, little I get much. that. I get that. But much. I'm still touched at... Um, the pen shed a tear or two. I mean, sure. I, I'm sure he's not the kind of to. No, to, I know. But the jaded part of me is like, of course. And now we can take out the hanky and show the logo on there as well. Well, I'll give him more credit than that. <laughs> I'm not. So. I know. I know. I'm just. Right. I'm a horrible jaded. Horrible person, jaded. People. Jaded horrible person. I am. You're you're like Claudia Jordan uh, talking about Omarosa. <laughs> it's am. terrible. It's me. It's terrible. Uh, Such a bad person. <laughs> but anyway, so so the first cliffhanger really involved Mr. Vegas himself. Yes. Can you get can you Wayne get Newton. Wayne Newton to come in for the event for the Wayne big Newton VIP party? Has a par- a, parade. He has a conflict. Yeah. Parade. Yeah. What was the parade that? What what is this parade? Was it the Wayne Newton celebration I parade no in, in Arizona? He just said he was going to Arizona. I was like, where in Arizona on is he Monday. going? On a Monday. On a Monday, Monday for a parade. Yeah, no idea. Very interesting. So that was the first cliffhanger. The second cliffhanger, which may or may not be really, really a big deal, is that the commercial was 12 seconds longer than it's supposed to be. so the promo was supposed to be a minute, and it was at a minute 12. Yes. But yeah, Penn was like freaking out about this. Like, there's no way I can cut it down to a minute to be able to get everything out, the ideas that need to get out here with this. So I don't know why he was freaking out with the 12 seconds. But It it reminded me a lot of last season's... uh, cliffhanger before the mm-hmm. finale when adam carolla used his studio crew to uh do the magic johnson video oh, where yeah. magic johnson's catching a ball mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they show the wrong angle and everyone's freaking out because they're afraid they didn't get the right angle yeah. and i think carolla's even gone on his podcast and said hey guys 
I shot. They shot both. Ang- we knew always that they shot both angles. They were just mm-hmm. really making a big deal out of out of nothing. So chances are this cliffhanger might be might be nothing it as did. well. It felt like it was overdrawn there. I, was I like, think okay, any editor seconds. Come on. I think any editor can figure and it out. And why Penn was freaking out over that? I didn't really get that. But okay. Yeah. So anyway, so okay. that was the big cliffhanger. So uh, we got to see the. At least we got to figure out what the um, flavors were. So it's uh, Magic City, uh, Magic Vegas, Vegas, no, Magic Vegas Swirtle. Swirtle. Boy, that's a hard one for I know. me to say. For so, harder than saying uh, Maple Macadamia Ma- Maple Mashup. Maple Macadamia Mashup. That's weird. I actually, Ma- they're all kind of hard to say. Maple uh, Macadamia uh, Mashup. So we we got the flavors. Yeah, we saw we got the packaging done. We saw the packaging at least saw. for the Swirtle. Yes. Um, so we, that was good. Yeah, and then we got the to see branding. a little bit of the video. We got to see a little bit more pens than uh, of mm-hmm. uh, traces, but we got an idea of what the of videos are. Ones we're going to be about. And so we still have to see mainly, I guess, them finish up the editing mm-hmm. and see what celebrities they can bring to the big party and ho- throw the party, and then of course the finale with all the pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. that a live finale hoopla. in New York always brings. Okay, yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a really interesting finale. Uh, again, I think. Uh, I, I still kind of wish that Little John was up against Penn. Trace is not a bad second choice uh, or bad choice, but I still would have liked to see how different mm-hmm. this would have been if, if Little John was running on the show. If there. Trace was, uh, yeah, if Trace wasn't mm-hmm. running, um, like the flavors, even for example. Mm-hmm. But we will see what happens next week with this fat finale. I, I think it's going to be a really good one. Again. Two really, really good guys. Uh, we'll, we'll say predictions for a little bit later, but um, well, really, like really good. We're almost there. But first, we do have a little bit of news and gossip. Yes. After Buzz TV News. And you have it, right? Unless you yeah. Know. No, I was going to say, I've got it on the old Twitter here from that the real Donald Trump himself mm-hmm. tweeted out uh, a little while ago. And all caps, by the way. All caps, because that's the real Donald style here. And he said, I am pleased to inform you. That Celebrity Apprentice has been renewed for another season by NBC. See you at the NBC Upfronts tomorrow. Yes. I wish so. I had, like, little fancy reading glasses to have read that now. That would have been really classy. <laughs> I would have liked that. So, yeah, just, just in time nose. just in time for uh, the New York Upfronts, yes. which is always at this time of year in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBC is going to be officially announcing their fall schedule. Yep. And they have revealed that Celebrity Apprentice will be part of the lineup again next season. Yes, or next season, year. like, 572 at this point. It, for, for Celebrity <laughs> Apprentice, it's like a season, uh, God, like 14. seven or eight. But, it's, it, oh, yeah, when God, you're including... The double digits now with these back to back. When yeah. you include Apprentice, well, they're yeah. only going to do. They'll they'll probably end up doing it like they did it the past couple of seasons, which is they start in January yeah. and it runs till May because it it works out perfectly for them. It's a good ratings boost. Yeah, they have some really good names, and then of course they do uh, the May finale always yeah. coincides with again it, it coincides. It's a big week in New York for those of you who are familiar. Called the Network Upfronts, which start officially tomorrow, and all of the big networks NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, and we can include the CW in that too. They all do presentations to the uh, people who who buy the commercials mm-hmm. uh, or who sell commercials to the uh, networks. This yep. is their way of saying of getting ad time. Sold yes, ahead of time. Their money sold, and they trot out all the stars, and, and they, they bring the celebrities. Club. Yeah, so it's a it's, whole much to do. Yeah, so this is a big thing for for NBC always, and uh, there's a lot of other shows that NBC's announced. Anyway, uh, that's our news and gossip, now and I can hear, and I can, I can yes, hear the, my favorite spooky music. And now. <laughs> We kept teasing Mr. Lemieux yes, on that. Did. I heard. I kept hearing the little rattlesnake at the yes. beginning. Uh, 
<laughs> anyway, so... Uh, I know, there's not much left to predict here. Well, it's one or the other, but tell, tell what do you expect out of this? All right, well, just go with the whole Vegas theme. I'm, I'm putting it all on, on Penn next week. I'm just going to bet it all. Yo, really? I think he he's gonna win. I okay. think um, just overall, he's just the best out of the out of the two. Even yeah. though the teams, I think Trace has got the better team, but I think Penn ha- is the better just player, and I think he's got the better ice cream flavor. I will delicious. have to, uh, you know, as much as I'd love to take the opposite view, mm-hmm. and this way we could uh, at least have something to yeah, we could figure have a out fight, who wins. And then we could have like a whole Twitter controversy for the whole week. Yeah, I've been saying, I've been saying since week number one that Penn's my yeah. guy, and I'm not going to back down on that. I think, uh, I think Busey's going to definitely uh, have a lot of fun stuff to do. So I I'm going to predict hope. that. Let's hope. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope he does something really crazy live, uh, please. I think uh, please I th- NBC. I think Rodman Robin's going to be a rock solid person for uh, Penn's team. Uh, I don't know what Latoya yeah. is going to do. Um, she came out with the names. So now she can just sit back. Well, and I, you know what? I think she's kind of. Pr- I think she's kind of cute. So uh, she can stay there and be cute. You know, and there we go. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, and then and Rinna's just gonna you know Rinna's a great second in command. So uh, so I'm saying it right now. Congratulations, Penn, Gillette. Uh, <laughs> both of us out there early. Both of us here at AfterBuzz yes. have already predicted you the winner. I'm just doing the whole thing. I'm putting it all in there, all my money on on yeah, Robin absolutely, on Penn, absolutely. There in Vegas. So we have one more episode, but uh, yes, next week for yeah, the finale. For the finale, now, Mister uh, Mister Moore, where could we find you if we wanted you to look for you? You can find me on the old Twitter at sman80. That's S M A N eight zero, and also on the the Defiance podcast on Monday nights here. Ah, okay, yes. cool. And uh, you can also find me on the Twitter uh, on uh, at Nandovel, and that's N A N D O V E L. And I also do uh, Bates Motel right now over here. And I think, yeah, I think it's just those two. And I think I'm jumping on Defiance with you. So uh, I might be doing that one too. Anyway, uh, and that's it. So tune in next week. And thanks again, everybody. Finale. Yes. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 